Bunsen, Dolly, Internal, Why do we need Patrick, Oscar, Isaac, Transplanting, Steve. It's a cup of COVID. How are you doing? Oh, I'm a bit tired. bit tired. The evenings are drawing in an hour a bit, aren't they? They are a little bit, yeah. I feel like Halloween's on the, on the horizon. And bonfire night, but we won't be having any fun, will we? No fun, no fun. We had a we had a man come around today to have a look at. I've got a leaky roof, and the man You've came. Still got today. a leaky roof. Yeah, I haven't I haven't quite had a chance to really spend some time on it. Um, so a man, an Irish, small Irish man, came around today uh, with a really strong Irish accent. Was he called O'Reilly, like on Faulty Towers? <laughs> you wouldn't get away with that these days because it's such a sort of racist stereotype. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, paint, yeah came lick in a paint. Lick a paint. Lick a paint. That's basically what this what this gentleman suggested uh, was like this. You know, he, he was like, "Well, we can use this special uh, waterproofing uh, uh, paint. It's extremely expensive." And I was like, "I was like, brilliant." Uh, uh, and I looked it up online, and it's about forty quid for a tin. So you know, it's not that expensive at all. But like, it does allow him to charge me to quote us a thousand pounds to paint some paint on our roof. Um, anyway, probably not going to do that. Um, I mean, it sounds I like something about... a little bit more structural than that, but, you know, if water's getting know? on your roof, don't you need new tiles or something? Nah, it's, well, I mean, <laughs> we can talk about my roof. No, no, want, move, on, move on, move on, <laughs> move on. Skip to the end. <laughs> um, Nick, I, uh, there's, um, I found a really interesting paper uh, called Susceptibility to Misinformation about the COVID-19, sorry, about COVID-19 around the world uh, by a series of researchers at the University of Cambridge and also um, the University of Groningen in, in the Netherlands. I feel like I need to um, send this to some of my friends. Yeah. So it's, uh, it was, you know, it's picked up by a few of the newspapers, including The Guardian. Um, and what they did was they took quite a large sample set. Um, so this is uh, people from different countries, from the UK, from Ireland, from the USA and Spain, uh, all about a thousand people in each case. And then they evaluated um, a bunch of, they, they kind of character, it's very kind of social psychology study, but they kind of evaluate who they were based upon their, you know, their uh, uh, political beliefs, their age, uh, certain variety of things that they're, their numeracy, um, and they, uh, various other things, um, where they get their, their uh, media from. And then they gave them a series of, um, questions and tests to see how susceptible they were to fake news around COVID. And then, so that you put all this in, then you analyze the data and then there's some things that are like the biggest predictors of whether you're, whether you're susceptible to misinformation. Oh yeah. Um, right. And, uh, and, and so if, what do you think that might be? Um, being stupid. I mean, almost. So, <laughs> but it depends how you define stupid, right? So, Numeracy was the single biggest predictor, right? And they asked them in this study, let me find exactly the, they asked them a series of kind of standard numeracy questions, including the statement, statements like, um, they said, which is the biggest risk? Something that happens one in 10 times, one in a thousand times, or one in a hundred times. Um, and numeracy apparently was the, big, the single biggest predictor for whether someone will, um, uh, someone basically will believe fake news. They asked about their kind of political stance, um, uh, the trust in politicians, the trust in journalists, the trust in government, the trust in scientists. Um, they, um, the thing which, uh, and, and numeracy was the biggest factor that made you a reduced chance of believing some of these statements. Yes, yeah, so, so some of the questions they asked them, they asked them a few kind of um, questions which were incorrect, 
um, and see how they responded to point, uh, statements like 5G networks can um, uh, maybe making us more susceptible to the coronavirus and gargling salt water or lemon juice reduces the risk of infection to the coronavirus. Um, they, they told them true statements, things like people with diabetes are at a higher risk of complications from coronavirus. Um, and in some that are ambiguous, i.e. Um, taking ibuprofen when you're infected could make your symptoms worse. And so they kind of like spoke to them all and they said, you know, like, what do you think is true and what do you think is not? Um, what's really interesting is not that numeracy was like, which is the thing that all of the, um, the newspapers picked up on, right? You know, so the headlines are poor numeracy linked to greater susceptibility of, to COVID fake news was the, was the yeah. headline in the, in the Guardian. But if you go and look at the paper, oh, it's really good. The things that, the things that, that, that weren't correlated. So education, not correlated. Yeah, Doesn't matter really? how. There's no, there's no statistical correlation. Numeracy, yes, but you know, it doesn't matter what level of of, of education you've had. Um, uh, trust, trust in scientists was also very, a big high predictor. If you believe, if you believe in us, you're probably gonna, you know, that's not completely, un, you know, can totally understand uh, how that works. Um, uh, politically right wing makes you more inclined to believe uh, fake news. Politically left wing, not statistically significant. Oh, okay. So, the, so the lefties. Lefties like you can't tell, but if you're politi- if you you know if you identify as right, uh, but as maybe the right. maybe the fake news as they define it, maybe that's not fake. Maybe some of it's maybe some of it's wrongly classified. Because I've heard uh, stuff about five G. Five G, I've heard, is one of the principal reasons behind the COVID pandemic. <laughs> is that right? It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to dignify that. Um, what they also did is you get they've played all this data out, and you can see it's a function of the countries, right? So, so all of these, you know, so for instance, education is the same basically across all countries, uh, whether you're, um, you know, whether you're less likely or more likely to believe in fake news. Uh, some countries, some things are really so trust in politicians in Mexico, increased chance of believing fake news in Ireland, decreased chance. It just sounds like a load of random noise to me. It is a bit, yeah. to be honest. Like, well, and I mean, it sounds... it's, a, it's a social psychology study. That's all yeah. they ever are, anyway, isn't it? Yeah. God. Anyway, so well, you know, I, I'll pass it on to some of my conspiracy theory favouring chums because I do mm. have a couple. You do, don't um, you? I do. Yeah, yeah. They believe things like lockdowns have no effect. <laughs> but they also believe just... masks have limited effect and i'm kind of like well maybe they're right on that one yeah well just because you believe you might agree with them on one thing doesn't necessarily you agree with them on both no them. no that's true that's true so so go home do you do your sums and if you can do your sums well you'll 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 understand covid better i'll keep learning my 13 times table <laughs>